Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. Calling all conscious achievers who are seeking more community and connection, I've got an invitation for you. Join me at this year's Summit of Greatness this September 7th through 9th in my hometown of Columbus, Ohio to unleash your true greatness. This is the one time a year that I gather the greatness community together in person for a powerful, transformative weekend. People come from all over the world and you can expect to hear from inspiring speakers like Inky Johnson, Jaspreet Singh, Vanessa Van Edwards, Jen Sincero, and many more. You'll also be able to dance your heart out to live music, get your body moving with group workouts, and connect with others at our evening socials. So if you're ready to learn, heal, and grow alongside other incredible individuals in the greatness community, then you can learn more at lewishouse.com slash summit 2023. Make sure to grab your ticket, invite your friends, and I'll see you there. Where did you learn this skill of enrollment, of saying, I've got this idea, it's in the future. Most people think it's 30 years away, I think it's three months away, which seems impossible. And I'm gonna call these five people and convince them essentially, but enroll them in a vision that they didn't even know was a possibility in their mind. Yes. You're gonna speak this vision into them, into their souls, and then they're gonna say yes, vote for you, sign up for (laughs) something, listen to something, interview with you, Mm -hmm. pay to speak, or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. give you lots of money, all these different things. Mm -hmm. How did you learn the art of enrollment? Two ways, one, a couple very special coaches that I had in my life that were great visionaries. And for some reason, I've always been fascinated with great orators. So I did my dissertation in college on Dr. King. I think two of the great orators of all time are Ronald Reagan and John F. Kennedy, both different parties. I just think they're tremendous orators and they were great at painting these big visions. And then I read a book called Selling the Dream a long time ago, written by a guy named Guy Kawasaki. And he's the guy that basically helped like Apple with Macintosh. The book's premise was this, is that great leaders are evangelical about their cause. They're evangelists and they do that through public preaching, but they sell a big enough dream so that the dreams of all the people within their stewardship can fit inside the one they're selling. Mm -hmm. So even for you with this whole media empire you're building, one of your big roles, man, is to sell a big enough dream for everybody that gets around you. Guests, vendors, advertisers, the guys that work with you, the ladies that work with you, that it is so big and so compelling that all of their dreams and visions for their life can fit Fit, inside that one. And then the key thing is to repeat it over and over and over. Most leaders get tired of hearing themselves talk. Most leaders think, I gotta say something new to these old people. Mm. But the truth is you need to say something old to new people. Keep saying it over and over and over again. Sell it big. Look at all the people you admire in your life. They're visionaries who are evangelical about their mission, the cause, what's the cause? Think about Oprah Winfrey, think about Martha Stewart, think about Dr. King, think about Mother Teresa, think about any leader, think about Steve Jobs. You watch old videos of Steve Jobs, he wasn't selling megabytes. I've asked Wozniak several times, tell me about Steve, what was he like? By the way, why did you name the thing Apple? Just curious, man. What a weird name for a company. Back when companies were in, he goes, well, you know, and Wozniak is almost like a savant. He goes, oh, well, really two reasons, Ed. A, came early in the phone book, so we wanted people to find us early. Wow. And Steve said, Apple's made him happy. 
And so great evangelists learn to link their cause and their mission to people's bliss. Mm -hmm. You go look at an old YouTube video of Steve Jobs and he's rolling out a Mac. He's not like, here's the speed. He's like, isn't she beautiful? Yeah. Wouldn't you like look at her curves? Wouldn't she make you happy to take her home? He's selling happiness in an inanimate object. McDonald's, number one seller of food in the history of planet Earth. A happy one, meal. Happy meal. They don't sell food. They sell happiness. Right. Their number one meal is a happy meal. Their mascot's a clown. Yeah. It has nothing to do with food. Yeah. But they're in the evangelical dream selling happiness business. What's the number one thing they sell in there? Coca-Cola. You get a Coke and a smile. Yeah. Happiness. So great entrepreneurs, great parents, great people have this energy where they're selling you a dream that's big enough that you can fit inside it. And the dream at the end is happiness. Yes. That's the formula. So why do you think people are stuck on... I'll never be able to be good enough to accomplish what I want. The dreams are not possible for me. What keeps them stuck is this false belief system that their past is their future. So they're uh -huh. operating out of an operating system of their memory and their past. So how do we let go of the past? Well, we have to create a compelling future. In other words, you're not going to let go of one thing until you've grabbed onto the uh, next. So you have to create a new future. You have to create a future. And by the way, it's okay that you don't believe all of it initially, as long as it becomes repetitive and we begin to take steps towards it. For me, I still have stuff from my past that's there. But this future is so big. And by the way, some things are okay. People go, why do you still work so hard? There's still a little part of me that doesn't want to be broke. There's yeah, still yeah. a little bit of fear. It's only, I've said, but you're you, not broke. Yeah, but, but you've interviewed some of the most <laughs> successful actors and entertainers, so have I. And you get them privately, and sometimes yeah. on your show, they go, you afraid it's going to go away? They go, yeah, I am. That's why I work so hard. So there's an element of that that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's creating this vision for your life that's compelling. But there's this other thing. I love Think and Grow Rich. It's one of my favorite books of all time. But you don't just think and get rich. You have to do things. And by the way, rich can mean more bliss, more happiness, more peace. But you don't just get those things by thinking. There's some things you have to do. But the most powerful part of Think and Grow Rich, man, is he has this part, he says, can you survive the temporary? And if you can survive the temporary, he says, on the other side of temporary pain, you get introduced to your other self. And that other self, he doesn't say this, but that other self produces that other life. Uh -huh. And so here's what happens for most of us. We think everything's permanent. And because we think it's permanent, we make permanent decisions based on temporary conditions. Even our bodies, other than our souls, are temporary. I was with my dad, holding his hand, when his body ceased to exist anymore. Wow. His soul exists still. But if your body isn't permanent, your problem isn't, your pain isn't, you need to create a different relationship with pain in your life. The idea that you're going to avoid pain, I have a chapter in the book called One More Inconvenience. Chase difficult, inconvenient things. Like what? Like, what is something you're chasing that's inconvenient? In a given day, the phone call you don't want to make, the meeting you don't want to have, driving out here, there's a friend of mine who I'd like to help me with the book. It's incredibly uncomfortable phone call for me. It's the thing I don't want to do today. I don't want to bother them. It's inconvenient. And for me in my life, the inconvenient thing on the page is the one that now jumps off the screen at me that I must do. For most people, their relationship with the pain and the inconvenience is to avoid it. Avoid as so much if you as possible. Could be, yeah, but if you could say to yourself, on the other side of this, is this other self. And so whatever your pain is right now, relationships just ended financially, something that's difficult for you to do, maybe you're trying to lose weight, mm -hmm. whatever it might be, on the other side of that temporary pain is the other self. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Daily Motivation, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description that will take you to the full episode of our main podcast on the School of Greatness. And if you are loving The Daily Motivation, please 
follow us over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts right now. And if you want more exclusive content and ad-free listening experience, make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel on Apple Podcasts right now. And if you want to get even more inspiration from our world-class guests and learn how to improve your life and take it to the next level, then make sure to sign up for the Greatness Newsletter and get it delivered right to your inbox over at greatness.com slash newsletter. Again, have an amazing day, and I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the Daily Motivation Show.